Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 69 of Greater Iron Zero's podcast. <laughs> Super Bowl recap, obviously. Uh, biggest Super Bowl uh, in the history of Super Bowls. Um, I made that up, but it's also not entirely false. Yeah, I, well, I bet the ratings are off the wall. It was uh, over $100 million. I think it's about there. I yeah, think it would be. Uh, certainly, certainly a good number. Uh, it was a great Super Bowl, so we'll recap all that. Uh, we'll recap the final standings for Follow the Money. Be sure to tune in that one. God, very juicy. Uh, and then finally, we recap the, or I'm sorry, we finish off the show uh, with a would you blank for a line Super Bowl win? And uh, that one definitely got off the rails, thanks to yours truly. Yeah, that, well, that, that was, if you're thinking to yourself, hmm, this has the potential to be. Uh, pretty pretty wild for 20 minutes yeah that's about what it is so a lot of it's getting cut a lot of it's being bleeped out um we'll see what we end up with the final letter i guess i don't know okay let's go ahead let's get into it Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Super Bowl 57, uh, question mark, but confirmed, uh, is in the books as the Kansas City Chiefs take down the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to Al, initial takeaway. We got it right. Well, one, one of us did. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, it was me. Yeah. Great game. Uh, honestly, like a really good Super Bowl. Um, I, think, I think both Patrick Mahomes – and Jalen Hurts, the more that I've watched, you know, going back to some of the highlights and just I remember how many times we were just talking throughout the game of like some of the throws Jalen Hurts was making, making plays with his legs too. Like just mm-hmm. he he looked really good. They both looked really good. And it's almost to the point where like it was Mahomes got the MVP, but like I would have been happy even if the Eagles lost and, and Hurts got it. Like they played that well. Hurts had a really good great, uh really great game. He had three hundred yards of passing, one touchdown. Uh on top of that, I think he had 70 rushing yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, so he was their offense last night. And he was just – he was like – he was just like moving like a like a running back through guys too, oh, just like knocking people. people over. Phenomenal game from Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown had a great touchdown. Devontae Smith had a couple great catches, one that didn't count. Uh, but, yeah, overall, great game. I do want to circle back around what you said uh, my initial takeaway was. Uh, I think it's bullshit that Patrick Mahomes got Super Bowl MVP. Well, his stats don't really jump off the page. Uh, Less than 200 yards passing. Yeah, like 180 something. Touchdowns. Yeah. So no the, turnovers. No turnovers. Yeah. Had a great game. Travis Kelsey, the leading wide receiver, uh, had a touchdown, but like nothing too crazy. To me, this game is one with the one turnover of the game. That was scooped up in return for a touchdown. So I thought Nick Bold, yeah, Nick Bolton had a phenomenal game. He led the team in tackling too. He nearly had a second recovery for a nearly touchdown, a also, but yeah. they t- they took it back. So I mean, uh, I thought that he definitely should have gotten it. And I also think like Super Bowl MVP should really go to like somebody other than the quarterback at this point. Like uh, the Dallas got even Dallas Goddard was making some crazy catches in that game. He yeah. was really. I mean, I, I don't think he's. MVP, worthy, right? But it was right. a great game. Really, I mean, I'm not too mad at it. Uh, I I think a big part of it, honestly, is you have to keep in mind uh, how how injured Patrick Mahomes really was, and he was making some crazy plays in the second half. I wasn't feeling shit. No, I mean he was probably very drugged up, but extremely uh, had to have been. But like that's a huge storyline coming into this game, right? And like he had, there was a bunch of hits where it's like he was in visible pain on the sidelines, like limping off the field. Like yep. the dude uh, was an iron man in this game. And, and that's probably a huge part of it. And I mean, we got to like, look at it from, you know, a, a bigger perspective, maybe a little bit too. Like he's 27. He's a two time Super Bowl champion. He's Two-time been MVP. He's just kind of separated himself, uh, which is kind of what we talked about last week, a little bit too, just like this win getting this second Super Bowl, playing a good game, like having another good season and doing it injured, like 
that's the best quarterback. It's this is the kind of game that separates him from everyone else in the league. Like I think this season, a lot of people were talking about how good Burrow was, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. There was some talk. Even Jalen Hurts towards the end, people were kind of putting him in that conversation. I think now after the Super Bowl, I think he'll be right in that kind of that group. But I think Mahomes separates himself after this game. Uh, Andy Reid separates himself as one of the greatest coaches in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, Travis Kelsey, like, yeah. It was greatest like, Kelsey in the family. It was the it was the <laughs> the cementing of a dynasty yeah. for them. And well, that was only their second one. How many? So three, three is the dynasty. I feel like three is the dynasty, right? Okay. Well, they're almost there. I think it's the sixth season, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time uh, MVP. Offensive Player of the Year, first team All Pro twice, five time Pro Bowler. He's led the league in passing touchdowns twice, passing yards. Uh, yeah, I mean the guy's the best player in the NFL, probably. Great, great for him. Uh, let's talk about the penalty. Well, I feel like I feel like we got to talk about the Eagles themselves a little bit first. We I mean, because we kind of did a lot of you know praising of the Chiefs, right? Rightfully so. Defense, defense did not show up. No, I mean we were. Yeah, we were coming off the game, the San Francisco game, where that defense was playing lights out. I mean, didn't get a single sack. And obviously, they're playing against someone who couldn't throw a football in that game. So, yeah. like, literally couldn't throw a football. So, I guess your stats are going to pop a little bit. But, um, yeah, Hassan Reddick didn't have a huge, a huge, you know, amount of sacks or anything. Like, we kind of think that would be factor. But um, now it's just a pretty high scoring offensive game. So, that wasn't much of a factor. I think I just keep going back to Jalen Hurts and the receivers. In this game, uh, do you think Sirianni had any glaring mistakes that he made, like coaching wise, like this being a big spot for him? Like, Andy yeah, Reid's been on the top of the mountain before. Like, I think we were both kind of thinking, where's you know, where's the rookie coach coaching going to be a factor? And to me, I didn't see a whole lot of that. But no, I don't think uh, I don't think there was anything that was uh, a bad call. I think people probably would have made an argument if, because uh, I mean, he went forward on fourth down like what two times on one drive, but it ended up in being a touchdown. So I don't know how you can it's the analytics, baby. You know, like he he goes for those and he makes it. It's a great call. He misses it. It's uh, not a great call, right? So I think uh, I think it was very well coached on both sides. I think both teams. Uh, I, the, obviously, I think the Eagles defense could have made a little bit of a more more adjustments in the second half because they got scored on every drive and they didn't cause any penalties. They didn't get any hold or um, holding calls on the chiefs or anything like that. Uh, So I guess maybe a couple adjustments there, but at the same time, what they were doing was working in the first half. So why, you know, they only gave up seven offensive points in the first half. So that, I mean, that's very good, but yeah, for the most part, uh, yeah, uh, Eagles defense ended up just couldn't couldn't get a stop. Where uh, where do you kind of put this as far as like Super Bowls that in recent memory for you? Like, is this like one that's pretty high up there as far as an entertaining game? Could have been so much higher. Could have that been ending so really higher. that bad for you that it ruined oh, it that 100%. bad? One hundred percent. Because because I'm telling you, going back and watching it, like the whole thing was a banger for the most part. Like the the yeah. last the last like obviously the end of the game, we'll, we'll get into it, but that, that definitely deflated it a little bit. But like, uh, I mean, on the whole, yeah. excellent game, excellent game all the way down to the end. But when a game ends like that, it's just I don't know, it's it's terrible. Like I put, I would say last year's Super Bowl is probably more exciting to me. Uh, Oh, see, I don't agree with that. I think this is a better better game than last year. Uh, I feel like the year before that was dog shit, right? When then when the Bucks beat the tar out of the Chiefs, I believe so. And the year before that, it was was it Forty ers Chiefs? Yeah, when they got there first, right? Yeah, I think so. That one was pretty good. The year before that was Patriots, Falcons, Rams, dog shit. Oh yeah. Year before that, I don't know. Uh, it probably it's probably still pretty high up there. It was definitely one of the better Super Bowls. I think this could have been the best Super Bowl like the last, I don't know, ten years, if it doesn't end that way. Well, I think let's just get into it then. I mean, the ending, the very controversial ending of this game. So, uh, 
if you watch the Super Bowl, which I, if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you did, you know what call we're talking about. It was the holding call that was on a, I think it was on a third down, and it would have sent the Chiefs to fourth down. And the Eagles would have had uh, like probably a minute 45, a minute 30, somewhere minute around 30 there, uh, instead of four seconds to deal with. Uh, and the Chiefs wind the clock all the way down after the holding call. Uh, James Bradbury. Called. James Bradbury gets called on Juju, gets holding on Juju. Uh, and so the Chiefs run the clock all the way down. Uh, McKinnon had a chance to score a touchdown, took a knee. We'll get into that in the next segment. But at the time, it looked like a horrible call. Bradbury came out and said that I did tug on his shirt. It, he did hold him. Came out and said that. So now looking back, you're like, okay, well, it was an all right call. You know what I think it is? I, I don't think that it's that like he did like I th- it, he did do it right. Yeah. Like I think, I, it. I think what it is is that it was kind of a weak call, even if he did do it, and like that's the biggest spot possible. Yeah. And as a fan, you just want. Let him play. Let him play. Let and like, play. and you see it in other sports where sometimes the the refs will kind of be a little bit more lenient in those situations. Like in the NFL, just they always just seem to fuck it up and get it wrong. Like the refs yeah. always seem to ruin really classic games by doing stuff like this. And like, but if it's you know if it's a blatant, you know, ridiculous penalty, then I get it. But if it's something that's like kind of you know. Uh, like debatable almost like, but he did do it. So I, I guess I understand why they call it, but it does put the, the Eagles in a spot where they pretty much have 0% chance to, yeah. to, to make this, you know, a win for them. And like, and I don't blame the chiefs at all for playing the way they played it. I mean, like you gotta go win the game. You gotta go win it. And they, yeah. and they took the clock down. They, they gave them no time. Like, yeah, McKinnon like played it perfectly. Like, that's exactly how you got to play it. Yep. So I guess the thing that that I think about, I mean, obviously reading all the comments on social media, everyone's all you know all pissed off and saying everything's scripted, it's rigged, you know, Chiefs, blah blah blah. But like to me, I just am like, does this devalue the win for them at all? No, no, they couldn't give less I, of a fuck. I think I think I think like last like last night, I was kind of like, uh, if I'm a you know, me, I'm not really a fan of this team, but maybe am I looking at this like, well, okay, like this, I mean, great, but, you know, what, what a crap way to end the game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, know. from a fan standpoint of football, But if you're a Chiefs fan, I guess you don't give a shit, right? No, Who cares? no, you could not care less. I mean, if the Lions won the game off that, we would be celebrating that draft. I Well, I thought about that a little bit too, but isn't that a different kind of situation where one team is the historically the worst franchise in all sports and then one is the, the Kansas City Chiefs who are kind of – the top of the cream of the crop and, and the, you know, in sports, like, I don't know, mm. slightly different feel. It, it is. But. And it isn't like at the end of the day, if you're a fan of the team where the call goes in your direction, you're not, yeah, you're not calling anything on it. Right. Fair. Um, solid halftime show. I was kind of half watching. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was very well, very well perceived in my eyes. Uh, choreography was great. The cinematography for it was great. I think I think I can use that word there. I probably can, but uh, the shots, the shots of everything were really well done. Uh, so yeah, that was really good. Overall, it was a great Super Bowl. It's just that ending. It it just takes all the air out of that game for me. I don't know. Uh, what else? <laughs> well, I I did want <laughs> I did want to, uh, you know, I think. Unless you had anything to say about the game specifically that we haven't already kind of like touched on, like I was going to say, for both of these teams now, uh, you know, what is what does it look like after this game for them? Like you have the Chiefs who got here again, Mahomes got here again, and he's in the what second year of a mega deal. He'll be there forever. He's there for a while. Yeah. Uh, but you got a couple guys like Travis Kelsey and some players getting older. Contracts, you know, probably going to expire soon. You know, they're. They're still probably actually the biggest thing with them, Andy Reid. Uh, does he keep you know? Does he keep going after this? I mean, he's already top of the mountain. Does he just call it here? Like, I guess you wonder with them how long do you keep the band together? That's kind of the Chiefs' narrative and the Eagles' narrative being like, is this going to be 
fuel for the fire for them next year going forward. What does their team look like? They also have a couple older players like a Jason Kelsey, a Fletcher Cox, like a couple of guys that are probably that not going to lie in general. Yeah. Wow, still phenomenal. He's very old. So it's probably going to look different for them, but they also have their quarterback seemingly figured out. Uh, they're going to yeah. probably have to back the Brinks truck up to him before you know it. I know mm-hmm. he's only had really one amazing season at this point, like this season being that one. But I think you saw enough where maybe you'd wanted to get that out of the way now. Was I don't this know. his third year? Uh, no, it was his – well, third year in the league, second yeah, as a starter. third year in the league. Okay, so I would imagine that they probably have a four-year contract with a fifth-year option, right? He's not a first-round pick, so I don't know how oh, – right. he was a second-round pick, so I don't know how that I would assume works. there's probably similar contracts in terms of length. To be honest, he'll probably get paid this offseason. Probably, uh, but my point was going to be like if it, if he's going into this fourth year with a fifth year option, they might just run it back and try to get some more signings to this yeah. offseason uh, before they back up the Brinks truck and like try to do that. But I, I mean, that's kind of what they did this year. It kind of went all in this year, right? For Philly, if you can, uh, you just run it back. I mean, you got you got to the you got to the echelon. You got right there. You were one penalty away from at least going into possibly going into overtime with that team. Man, I just feel like I feel like these last couple years we've just we've seen it though. It's like you try and just run it back. You got the Rams, the Bucks, like these teams. Like, but just the Bills. You just gotta like, oh, you just gotta run it back. You were so close, but like, I feel like they kind of couldn't get back. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for them to get back. Like. It's not that easy to just roll it back and be right at that spot again. Like Bang- Bengals are about the closest team to me in recent memories. Like they just re-racked and like we're almost I, know, almost there again. The 49ers are up and down. Right? Yeah. 49ers are up and down. They're they're a prime example of how hard it is. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Um but I don't know. I would say if you run it back with this team next year, I would say that the chances of you going to the NFC conference championship again is pretty high right yeah and plus they're in the nfc east which is always a crap show hard to predict you know yeah. this year was a was was prime pickings from them for some reason but that's Beast. obviously like uh the outlier not the norm but so. if we're if we're being honest with ourselves and anything can change in an off season, right uh but there's two powerhouses in the nfc it's the 49ers and the eagles rams probably out of that conversation already which is shocking which is astonishing especially because mcveigh is also out the door no he's he's coming back is he is? Oh, he's okay, coming back okay. for sure all right well still that offensive line is swiss cheese and stafford's a big question mark yeah at this point. he can't stay healthy so uh rams out that whole uh, the rest of that division nothing to worry about east you've got the cowboys which they have a ceiling they have a, a ceiling clear ceiling. Point. Yep. Uh, North, who knows what's going to happen next year? Uh, Lions, uh, the darlings of the NFL, very much so. Seventh in Super Bowl odds for next year, by the way. Ridiculous. Um, or the Vikings, possibly the Packers. Who knows what's going to happen there? Both teams with ceilings. Well, I guess we'll know more about the Packers in a little bit here after yeah. Rodgers finishes his darkness retreat. So the point I'm making – if you're running back with this team in the Eagles, one, you build on chemistry. So you're only getting better, probably. But you're also getting older, right? I would say run it back next year, see how far you can get. If it's if it's not the Super Bowl, then you got to make some changes. You do have some things going for you. Uh, you have Jalen Hurts. You have A.J. Brown. You, you have Devonta Smith. Yeah, you got get Dallas Goddard. I believe Miles Sanders is – a free agent after this season, so we'll see how that goes. But I don't know why he would leave Philly. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. Like if if he's like demanding good money, I'd let him walk. Yeah. Like I I don't think they need him, right? The offensive line is good that's enough. Gonna, that's a problem, though. Yeah, they have, if they can't come back, you know, hundred percent, that's going to be yeah. an issue. For the Chiefs, uh, I think Andy Reid is the linchpin for this conversation. I don't know how seriously I take any you know, discussion of him, like, being out, because I think he – I mean, he just he just kind of cemented himself as one of the, the best ever, and, like, he's got all the tools to keep keep going here. Like, 
God, he's at the top. That's funny. To me, the way I look at it is if you just won, why stop now? I understand going out on top and everything. Yeah. But you look at their recent season, like pretty much ever since Mahomes took over at quarterback, it's like AFC championship or Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? So. And they have a GM who knows how to restock the cabinet. Yeah, like Travis Kelsey, I don't think there's any concern there. At least not for next year and the year after, you know. The way that, like, the NFL – I mean, you and I obviously, like, do not know anything about the NFL salary cap. You can just move shit around. I don't even think it's money with him. I think it's age at this point. I mean – Oh, well, I mean, dude, he is – I don't think that's a worry at all, honestly. I mean, he is by far the best tight end in the NFL. By far. I don't know why you wouldn't bring him back, right? Uh, but yeah, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm like, fuck it. I got the best quarterback in the NFL. I got the best team in the NFL. Yeah. And the, the thing that's, why would I not come back? The thing that's really interesting though, too, is like, it's not just that, but it's also that, like, you know, I was saying with the GM being able to like, to restock the team. It's like, they, they just want a Super Bowl with Isaiah Pacheco as the lead rusher. Two rookies scored a touchdown for them. In like Super Bowl. rejuvenated defensive players like young guys in their secondary like they they have like they have like big time contributors that are young players that are, who are going to be dirt cheap for a couple years and it's like they don't have they haven't traded an arm and a leg to get a like a player like no. they actually got yeah, a bunch of draft picks, picks yeah. for Tyreek Hill and like stuff so they're they're going to be cooking even more yeah going forward so I don't yeah if I'm Andy Reid I'm, I'm just going to keep chilling and I'm going to keep doing this thing and like nobody seems to be coming after your DC or OC yeah, which is weird. I mean, yeah, right? the whole B enemy thing is an anomaly. I mean, I really don't so, understand it. At this point, like, it's almost like they're like running the team, and you're kind of just giving input for them. I mean, probably like, not. Like, well, to he's. That degree, I mean, but... his offensive. He's probably got a huge part in the offense. Yeah. Still, you know. So I mean, like, I don't know why Andy Reid would retire when he's got this kind of get going for him. Uh, the other guys like Donald and McVeigh, who you know the rumors of retirement were really strong last year. In retrospect, in hindsight, it probably would have been possibly a good idea to get out. Yeah, well, the whole thing was bound to implode at that yeah. point, which we didn't know at the time. But yeah, um, a very, very, very optimistic outlook for both these teams. Like, oh, even, yeah. e- even you know, heartbreaking loss for the Eagles, but like, I mean. I'm still feeling pretty good about the season on the whole and like the future of the team. Nick Sirianni's in his second year as the coach. Yeah, they made I mean, like you, you, get, Howie Roseman's like an unreal GM at this point. Like the fact that he's built as many good rosters for them in the last decade is like crazy. So, yeah, they're they're good. Absolutely, they're good most of their players uh, that were like starting on that lineup had been drafted. The obvious yeah. one, AJ Brown, was traded for, but I mean, amazing trade. In hindsight, phenomenal trade, right? And just uh, one last thing: just imagine Eagles. if they got Justin Jefferson in that instead of uh, Rager. Look, look, look how look how well they pivoted off of uh, off of Carson Wentz too into Jalen Hurts. Like, yeah, I think everyone was like, "What is happening over here?" Like, Carson Wentz was the number two overall pick. He had that amazing season, and then like did pretty well for most of his time in Philly, to be honest. Like, it's really been after the fact. Up and people, down. Yeah, up, up and down, but mostly pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he his one season that they won the Super Bowl, I mean, he was, I would say, the front runner for the MVP that year. And I feel like a couple years incredible. ago, you know, as all that situation started to implode, we're talking about this team, like, oh, they're picking at the top ten again. Oh, Jalen Hurts, like, limited passer, like, Nick Sirianni, like, what like what are they doing? Like what is this team? They're just at the top of the mountain. Now they're ripping it all down. But now they they just retooled a lot of things that needed to be retooled, and like yeah. here they are again. So I think they're going to be set for a while. I think so too. Uh, what do you say we go ahead and do a little recap of follow the money? All right, it is the final follow the money of the year. We now followed before... a lot of money this year. Before we um, get into uh, the final standings, we'll recap the props uh, because we agreed that those would not count towards 
the whatchamacallit, the records. So I had uh, the KC sacks under two and a half. They had two. Wow. Which was sweating that one out. But that one was a W. That was my only W uh, for the props, unfortunately. Uh, the heads coin toss did not hit. It was tails. Tails yes. never fails. Great, great. By the way, I don't know if I'll ever bet on that again because, it's like, it's fifty-fifty. I know, but like, but when you lose, it's the shittiest way to start the Super Bowl. Like, it is it's, pretty bad. It's just like, but oh, great. Like here we fucking if go. If you, you know win, I mean? then it's a great way to start. The Super yeah, Bowl, no, that's for sure. Right, that's for sure. Uh, o lineman uh, catching a touchdown. Unfortunately, they just. I, I thought the Eagles would just pull out like a little trick play. Like they they ran the QB sneak eight times last night. <laughs> Hey, it was working. But it yeah. worked every fucking time. Yeah, so they didn't have to do it. Uh, and then the one that hurts the most, uh, McKinnon, anytime touchdown. Yeah. I think he had two good opportunities. He had one where I swear he had the corner and just elected to fucking run into a, a tackler. Uh, and then the other one, uh, of course, under a minute left, and he takes a knee at the one, which – is just so brutal. Two two different instances where I saw Lucas be livid. Yeah. Uh, at the at the TV screen. So, uh, Al unfortunately did yeah. not do too much better. Yeah. Uh, Boston Scott over nine and a half yards. We got close on that. We Eight did. Yards. Yeah, we did get close. Unfortunately, just not a carry in the second half. Well, it's just like it, it, he his only usage was being in like in like the red zone. It seemed like, and he just wasn't getting anything else besides that. So this one, in hindsight. Uh, was just so obvious. And honestly, it was great odds. Hurts anytime touchdown was minus 105 when uh, when we uh, called it out on the podcast. Yeah. He had three of them. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, you also had heads. Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, this one was really close too. A.J. Brown, two-plus touchdowns. Uh, Put some coin on that in real life too, so uh... – yeah, that was uh, disappointing. I was feeling very good about it after that first one because it was a bomb, and you know, we had a ton of time left. Yep. I was like, yeah. You've got to get at least one more red zone target, right? Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, no. So we both went one and three on the day, not our finest showing. Uh, and then in the Super Bowl picks, 2-0, uh, and 0-2. Oh, oh Al had the Chiefs and the over. I had the Eagles and the under. How about that? Brutal. Uh, lock of the weeks. Uh, I got. I just gotta stick to like fucking. I, I wish I could say I gotta stick to props, but my prop of Devonte Smith's longest reception was twenty three and a half yards. He ended up getting a forty five yard bomb, so that hit. Uh, he almost he almost had two different receptions for that. Yeah, yeah. Which one of them got taken back? But uh, and then Al, your lock of the week. Uh, Sanders getting forty yards in the first and second half. Uh, he had 16 on the night. So, <laughs> it was, uh, not misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. It looks like pretty much every every player prop that I was like calling, like some of them had merit besides the Eagles rushing calls. Yeah. Like any running back on Philadelphia, like I just didn't know what they you were just doing there. never knew. No. So, I tell you what, our issue was is focusing on the running backs when their quarterback is the guy who. Always leads them in rushing. Well, in our defense, I mean, in the NFC Championship game, he definitely looked pretty banged up and was not running a whole lot. Yeah. So, I did not think they would be using him as a battering ram uh, for a lot of the, a lot of this game. So, there you go. So, uh, on the year, the year to dates, Al, you tra- trailed by three games in mid-December, December 16th. You were down, you were behind me uh, by three games. Al finishes at the top this season with a 29-27-1 record. I finish with a 28-29 record. Very brutal. I like money. Uh, if I just would have went 1-1, one and one, it would have been a different story. Well, actually, no. I would have had to go on 2-0. Uh, Lock of the Week finishes on the year at 11-5. Respectable. Very solid. Yeah, very respectable. Uh, that's going to be a lot of pressure next year. For sure. Uh, and then I wrote down some of our best – some of my f- I, best picks. Well, I guess one of them in here is uh, a favorite pick of mine. Uh, but I, I would say the best picks on the year 
for the overs uh, of Justin Fields rushing and Tyreek Hill receiving against the Lions. <laughs> well, you know, isn't there an expression about something about just like investing what you know the most about, exactly. like some something along those lines? Like, well, we, you just invented it. No, there's invest a thing. I'm just in what I'm, you know along the lines of. Yeah, no, my, I like we know the Lions' flaws, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna capitalize on those. It was got harder to predict as the year went, so I think we saw a little bit less of that going on. I, I wish I could say that, but the Justin Field uh, over on rushing yards was picked twice, and the second time it hit uh, week seventeen, <laughs> hit in like the first quarter. Oh well, there you go. So that one was just never in doubt. I think uh, my favorite pick on the year. Washington minus 13 and a half. It didn't hit by half a point, but it was such a nuts on the table kind of pick. And you really set the tone for lock of the week following. Well, I think that was good because because it was really like, you know, we were really close and ended up not hitting. That was the first one I believe that didn't hit. I think so. And and it it, kind of took a little bit of the pressure off because I was just like, all right, that was ridiculous, but almost hit. So like the rest of these, they're gonna be real loose, real impromptu. Yeah. Uh, gonna try some weird shit. Uh, and the fact that the record was pretty solid. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I, I think uh, we had good variety throughout the year too. Yeah. We had the over uh, over field goals in the Monday night game. Uh, we had over touchdowns in the Buffalo Cincinnati game. No, Buffalo Miami game. Uh, we had alternate uh, San Francisco spreads. We had alternate totals. We went all over the board this year, so it was fantastic. It was I remember Houston. See. Houston had a couple of good ones too, because for, for a couple of weeks there, everyone was just shitting on the Texans, saying that they can't yeah. cover these like enormous spreads. And I was just like, guys, they're bad, but like they're not going to get blown up by nineteen and a half points. Like it's just not going to happen against the Dallas Cowboys. Like give me a break. No, so that is. The end of Follow the Money. Al wins uh, on the year. Congratulations, Al. Fantastic gambling. I can't believe that it actually – because I felt like for so long this year we were were neck and neck for like the last chunk of the year. I went went back through. You were never more than three games behind. I stepped back pretty often, though. Like I would like kind of get – You would get like one game behind and then bad week, three games behind. But you were never you were never trailing by a lot, but you were trailing. I went back and looked. You were trailing the entire yeah, fucking year. No. <laughs> the entire year. Uh, you're, just, you're just not used to scoring touchdowns. <laughs> you trailed all the way up until the last 30 seconds of the game and then ran a kickoff back for the touchdown. So uh, I, I guess um, this makes me the first official uh, follow the money champion. Yeah, we're throwing out last year. Because last year was kind of a test run of yeah. what this would be. I, yeah, I wanted we'll to say to build on it and, and tweak it and make it work. I will say the money was followed a lot better this yes. year. The yes. following aspect of it was uh, was tremendous. A large step up from the yeah. previous year, so I'm, I'm happy with that. But we'll continue to work at it. We'll continue to tweak it. We'll make it the best it could possibly be. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead. Let's get into uh, riffing about the Lions. We're still working. Well, on yeah. What was that? What was that thing you came up with last oh, week? Riffing, riffing with the Lions. Something, something like that. I, can't I didn't like it. I remember what it was. I just <laughs> did not didn't, like. It. Didn't care for it. Let's go. Lions! All right. Uh, since it's our last show, uh, probably for a little bit. Yeah, we'll definitely be taking a little bit of a break. Yeah. Uh, we figured we would have a little fun with this line segment. There's obviously not been uh, any news with the Lions recently. Oh no, your 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 Pro Bowl recap was so. <laughs> and yeah, when Dan Campbell was on Monday Night Football, it it's just... been it's been a rough couple of segments for the Lions, but I think this one has the chance to turn it around. Though I will say this one has a little bit more juice. I'll uh, also agree with that. So we are uh, doing Would You Blank for the Lions to win a Super Bowl. Uh, I've written down, I think I have four uh, at the moment, but obviously we'll, we'll kind of see where it goes. Uh, first one's plain and simple, and I think most people would do this. 
Uh, I'm going to put a little caveat at the end of this, so don't answer right away. Uh, Prime Lawrence Taylor gets a 15-yard head start. It's full peak speed. You have no pads on. He has no pads on. You take a full-on tackle from him. Knowing that you will break, I'll say, eight bones. Oh, man. But you don't know which bones they are. Oh, that, that makes it a lot worse, actually. Yeah. Oof. Uh, you're saying guaranteed eight bones? Guaranteed eight bones. It could uh, be your femur. could be your pinky. could be eight ribs. could be your back. Yeah, I'm going to say no on this one. I'm going to say no on this You're one. You're not going to risk your life for a no. Super Bowl win? No. That's an interesting cause. It's an interesting uh, interesting case. I, I mean... I'd have to really think about look, it. Look, if I'm going to get both my legs shattered and, like, you're a bunch of broken... Bowl, you're at the Super Bowl in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I think that maybe I'm going to have to be a little real here and say probably not. Let's, like, even throw... Well, let's say... Uh, <laughs> Like if it wasn't eight broken bones, then maybe maybe I'd think about it. I had to throw that in there because I knew this one would be a little bit too easy. Uh, let's say it happens after the Super Bowl, so you get to see it happen and all. Okay. But the entire time you're watching the Super Bowl, you're dude. Also it's not. It's like, not that oh, I'm thinking that I'll like I'll miss it because I've got broken legs. It's that I'll have broken legs. That's the part well, of it. It's I also don't not want. guaranteed that it's broken legs. I mean, it could be a broken arm, broken collarbone. Collarbone was like. Prog- Probably guaranteed. It's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. You know how much I sacrifice? I treat my body like shit anyway. I'd do it. Alright, so that's one for, one against. Yeah. Okay. This one, this one I have to imagine would be a hard no from both of us. Starting OnlyFans. Well, I mean... What, like, I could just be posting, like, feet pics on OnlyFans. You know uh, what I mean? Like, you, you can get kind of kind of creative with it. I don't know. You got to take one shot of... This is so... <laughs> <laughs> you got to take one picture, upload it, of... Of your unit, okay. Of your unit. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Wow, really? Yeah. Let's say, uh, and I, I want to throw this caveat in there, but you're already going ho about it. I was going to say, you're not big on OnlyFans, but you have a fall. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Wow, really? Yeah. I think I'm out on it. I'm too self-conscious. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's I mean, better than having both my legs shattered by, by Lawrence Taylor. If, I, if the Lions are going to win a Super Bowl, I just got to post a picture online, uh, I'll live. It'll be fine. I, I think I'm out on that. Okay, wow, that's all right. So there you go. Um, but you will have your femur shattered by yeah. Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yeah, you and I. Okay. You and I are two sides of the coin on this. Okay. So far. All right. Um, this is so <laughs> This one, uh, this one, I find super interesting. Um, you have to sit and watch every single Fast and Furious movie. Uh, you cannot get up from the couch. Not even to use the no. to use the John. Okay. But you get all your meals brought to you. So you have to sit there in your waist throughout all the movies. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. The, but you can have like any meal you want brought to you. Well, here's the problem. Like to ask me to go through the Fast and Furious franchise sober is is cruel. Like. I'll want to have some beers while watching it because, like, it's a tough watch to, to watch all those. With. To begin with, it's a tough watch. So I'm going to need to, like, have a few beers to at least enjoy it a little bit. But the more beers I have, the more I'm going to have to go. Yeah. So you're just going to have to sit there and you're pissed. Yeah, not going to be fun. Not going to be fun. But again, I just... And, and obviously, at some point, you hit a wall with drinking. Yeah. And the way that it works is as soon as you pass out oh. and wake back up, when you wake back up, it starts immediately from the point that you passed out. So okay. You I, thought you the, I, I thought you were going to say from the beginning. I thought you were going to say from the beginning. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. That would be horrible. <laughs> that's like a clockwork orange, like strapped yeah. in a chair. Like, uh, yeah, no, I I think when you set, you set the bar so high with the first one, like having a bunch of broken bones, like 
I, I think I'd rather do the Fast and Furious thing. It sounds pretty shit. It sounds pretty, pretty bad. I feel like I wouldn't, if I'm like sitting on a couch, like I wouldn't be able to shit myself. I don't think I would poop myself. Well, you, how, how many movies are there? Eight, nine? Let's, let's say that the newest one is coming into this as well. So, so ten. 10 movies. And they're about two hours on average. Yeah, so you're probably sitting there for about 20 hours. You're probably sitting there for about a day. That's really tough. That's really, really tough. Uh, I'm going to give it a college try. I will do it. I'll, I'll give it a try for, wow. for a line Super Bowl. Yeah, Yeah, I think I would do that one too. Because really, food being brought to me makes it a lot better. Right? You know, I think if you got a little strategic with what you did food and beverage wise uh might you know might have an impact on on that situation i know that if i'm going to watch a movie i'm i'm constantly drinking liquid whether it's water or pop whatever alcohol um so like i'm i'm at terms with the fact that i'm will be pissing myself like yeah yeah so i i I will let that go i think i can go a day without shitting while doing that okay uh i'll throw one out there um and like this is really just a one-time thing that's gonna happen like no matter how much you have at the present time whether it's like next year or it's like 10 years from now 20 years from now whatever amount of money that you have to your name you have to like give away every dime that you have every single dime like all like everything that you have monetary value wise you have to give it away to something or someone but it will guarantee a Lions Super Bowl win. It could be right now Lucas's Lucas situation financially, or it could be twenty years from now Lucas's finance. But like you know, there's a year where they're like they got a chance to win it. Well, you would obviously want to do it now. Well, when you're you know, you're, you're a young buck like yourself, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But like, let's say you're let's say you're forty five and uh, life's pretty good. Exactly. Uh, That's why I would want to <laughs> do it now. My issue is is that I am incredibly. Uh, irresponsible financially. <laughs> so is easy? if I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I know for a fact I'm not building my savings back up. <laughs> Unless I'm eating straight ramen for two years. <laughs> yeah. And not even that. I'd have to be, but are you I'd have to be t- eating ramen for twenty years to like even sniff where I'm at. Are are you it's going not to, that much. Are you gonna do that for the lines? No. Yeah, I, I would die. I would lose my house. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, I would wouldn't do be able either. to do that. I don't think I would do either. Like I, I do not make enough money for me to live paycheck by paycheck. Um, and this podcast is not generating nearly enough. No, money. unfortunately not. Uh, guys, is there any? I had, I had a dark one in mind. Well, you can throw it out there. I have the power to, to cut anything out if oh, you feel true, like it's true. not. Uh... Uh, what year did go to prison? Oh, Jesus Christ. Where is this going? Uh, you have to spend two months. Yeah, this one's, this one's getting cut. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, pretty dark. It's pretty, pretty bad. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> this whole back half's getting cut. Or bleeped. I don't know. One of the two. Yeah, bleep it out, because then people will be like, what the fuck did they say? It's been a lot of bleeping. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that either. Uh, we should have done this segment while we had a couple of beers in us, because I, I feel like the answers would have been a lot more uh, a lot more loose yeses, <laughs> like to pretty much probably. everything. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. <laughs> Not a whole 100%. lot of convincing needed. A lot, lot looser on the yeses, if, uh, if I was a couple deep. I feel well, like I'm pretty loose on the uh, yeses now, even after drinking this Captain Morgan Cannon Blast. How about would you? Would you never? You can never go to another game. Mm. Do I get to go to the Super Bowl? No, they just win, and you can you get to watch it get on TV. It. Yeah, yeah, but like, can yeah, never go. To you can never game. go to a, a, a home or away game, game ever again. Is there a chance that they win it in my lifetime? If I, if I say no, they will win one. No, no, no. If if I say no, oh, and I keep going to Lions games, is there still a chance in my lifetime? I don't know, but there. But if they're like, if you don't go and you decide that I will do this, they're guaranteed one. 
Like, I don't know mm -hmm. what the future holds, mm -hmm. but they're guaranteed one. Oh, that's a good one, though. Yeah, it's better than I think. I think it's a little better than that one. Yeah, I think it might be. What would you do? Would you Would you say yes? Yeah, I would say yes. Really? Uh, yeah, because I can always watch them on TV, and, you know, I'm still... I don't know. Can I go to other football games? If they're playing, no. Yeah, but, like, if it's the Browns versus the Texans, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, see why, I don't see why not. Yeah. You just can't go to their games. I know, but that's also my favorite team. I think I enjoy the games too much. I think I'd probably... Ah, fuck. I, I would do it because I can always watch them on TV. They will have gotten to the promised land. As a fan, that's really the only thing I want, especially with this team. And I can go to other games. Other games are pretty fun. You know, you get the experience, so it's not your team. Which is, you know, not fun, but hey, you got you got the ultimate prize. What else can you ask for? This is how sad it is to be a fan of this team. Sometimes you have to mull over decisions like this. Yeah, right. Where like some teams, it's like, oh yeah, we won like four. Yeah, like four if you're to a seven. Fan, you're like, hey, absolutely, the fuck not. Yeah. Uh. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Let's. I mean, okay. Let's say that the, the, this makes it even harder because like if they. If they did win because you did not go to the game, or you, you know you decided to do this, you can never go to another game. What if they keep winning and keep winning more, and you don't get to ever see any of the teams that do it? <laughs> that's that's really tough. Yeah, like they're like the they're like the new Chiefs. They're, it's like NFC yeah. Championship. They're always like re they're relevant for like the next yeah. like decade or something at following that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And like there's there's opportunity for them to go win another one it's the best lions stretch yeah. in history yeah that's what it would be so you'd miss out on the best stretch it's like if they're yeah if they're getting brutal because if they're if they're flirting with the super bowl at all then they got to be pretty good yeah so if it's like for the next 15 years i think i do Well, you know, my with that answer. one, I would need a guarantee that we get two. That's man, that's tough, tough yeah. to guarantee. Well, this was a fun thought experiment. We went twenty-one minutes. How about that? Well, you say that, but a but lot of this is getting cut yeah, out. So yeah, this is actually probably gonna be about fifteen. <laughs> this is gonna be a much shorter segment okay. <laughs> with lots of bleeps on top. So that would be great. For All the right, listener. let's go ahead and close the show out. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again for listening to this uh, mega, super awesome episode of Gridiron Zero's podcast. Season two finale, I guess. Season two finale, yeah. I, I guess this is the season two finale. We'll probably take a break for about a month, maybe, and then come back, start doing uh, shows twice or once every two weeks up until the season actually starts. Uh, and then we'll ramp up from there and uh, we'll have a probably the best season yet season three i would say uh look forward to a in-depth free agency show uh a yep. draft preview show yeah um draft recap yeah and then you know the off season's always we got a couple episodes here or there but you know we'll play we'll play it a little loose until we get back into the swing of things you know spring summer and season two was fun i think we i think we uh, had a good time you know building upon season one and i think some things were a little bit better this this go around so yeah it's including the team we root for so that was nice yeah, yeah. so hopefully season three will actually be something really juicy that's to talk about with them that's something that we have in common with the detroit lions we're both on the come up they're a little bit more promising yeah. than this podcast but yes that's true <laughs> all right be sure to follow us on tiktok be sure to follow us on twitter uh al before we uh, finish the show off uh what was your favorite super bowl ad from last night uh i gotta say and i don't know how exciting of a choice this is but i really like the blue moon i was gonna say that yeah. one is yeah. uh one of my favorites what was the other man my mind is just scrambled eggs today you're tired man it's the end of the season i guess Long so season. yeah yeah uh, i will give an honorable mention to for for ads sorry about the beeping in the background folks if you can hear that i have a detector that's slow on batteries who Max. doesn't? Am I right? A uh, my honorable mention ad. Uh, those 
fucking weird, creepy Tubi ads. Oh man, the bunny rabbits. I, yeah. I don't like. I don't think I enjoyed the ad, but like it was weird and interesting. So, it's one of those point, ones points that you will creativity. not forget. Yeah, yeah, points for creativity on that. Uh, man, I had another one that I actually liked. Was it the Jesus one that was like really politically charged? No. <laughs> oh my god, it was Popcorners. Popcorners is my other one. Shit, yeah, that was we a good one. We did a really good, uh, I don't know, kind of a, a reshot of Breaking Bad. One of the best scenes in Breaking Bad when Jesse figures out that uh, Walt can cook some good meth. But it's they brought, replaced with Popcorners. And they brought Tuco back. And they brought Tuco back, <laughs> which was also great. so good. They brought back Tuco. You know what's they, they don't look like they aged today either. They look exactly no, the same. No, they looked really good. They looked really good. Yeah. Great good ad. Good for them. Yeah, good so, good, good call. I, I yeah. totally forgot about that one. That's a good one. Which yeah. is not really a good sign for an ad if I already forgot about it. Yeah. But, but yeah. it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So Popcorners and, uh, yeah, the Blue Moon ad was also that one is unforgettable. Uh, and the Tubi one was really good, too. You know what's so funny is that the other Tubi app was the one that had everybody freaking out, which like, I knew what it was as soon as it came on the television. It was the one where it, it looks like we're, by, we're back in the broadcasting booth. Oh, wow. And the thing flips up and scrolls over to Tubi, and it looks like it's launching Tubi. Oh, they had both of those ads. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for them because they, they knocked out the part they of two of them. They had three ads. They must have spent damn near 20 million dollars on advertising last night well i would say they went three for three yeah yeah i would agree with that all three were all three were good you know what though i'm not fucking watching two no that's the funniest part about it (laughs) great ads but guess what you didn't you didn't get me i did not get got i go get shall we close out season two season two ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming along uh for the ride uh we appreciate every single last one of you uh be sure to make good choices and good decisions and we will catch you back here for season three